Hi everyone, and welcome to the ADSR Inspirations Podcast. My name is James Mallion. I'm your host as I introduce you to inspirational and artful souls from all over the world. I'm deeply interested in music, film, the arts, achieving goals, overcoming struggles, and big ideas. So join me as we uncover some life lessons and knowledge. We're based out of Tokyo, Japan, and we'll be speaking with people from all over the world, ranging from artists, musicians, creatives, leaders, big thinkers, and those who strive to do and be great. Thanks for listening along. Now let's get inspired. Welcome once again to ADSR Inspirations, and we got another unique, interesting, artful mind to welcome to the show today. Uh, Our guest is a Tokyo-based illustrator, designer, brand coordinator, and artistic director. Originally from Chi-Town, Chicago, Illinois, and also Minneapolis, Adonis Doc Saverson specializes in streetwear, skateboards, vinyl figures, and branding, and He's been in Tokyo making his art since 2012, and then in 2017, Doc started his own company, Cloth, an independent design studio and lifestyle brand. Doc was also recently featured in a lifestyle commercial by Sapporo Beer, supporting artists with the theme of East Meets West and Connecting Worlds. So please welcome to the show, Adonis Doc Saverson. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me, James. That was a great intro. And I was like, damn, like I have like a lot to like live up to. It sounded it sounded great. I'm like, oh man, like I just draw things. But cheers, man. Thank you so much for having me. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, before we before we get into like your brand and some of your history, uh, making the move to Japan and all that, uh, I gotta ask. You know, this is one of the first things I saw of yours, um, and what you were featured in the. Uh, that video produced by Sapporo Beer. So firstly, like to anyone listening in, go and check it out. You can see it on supportobeer.com and just click on East Meets West. So it's basically Doc and a Japanese artist, whole nine, making a mural and talking about art. Uh, I'm curious, like how, how did that come around and how did they find you? And so what was, what was that whole experience like? Oh man. Uh, and, and thanks again. Thanks again for, uh, for having me. Um, so yeah, so this is, this is, this is actually kind of a, a, a interesting story. So basically, um, I was contacted by, um, Daniel Rosen from, from, uh, yep. Tokyo Dex. Right. So this is this is actually really great. This is really, really yeah, crazy. man. We ha- I ha- I had him uh, on the show. Yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you well you so like you know who you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, yeah. on a whole nother level, and like the things that they're doing for artists in Tokyo, like it's just it's just like they're just it's more than an agency over there, and the the craziest thing is that actually, um, I had come in contact with Tokyo Dex maybe I don't know man like maybe a, probably about like three years ago um and they were having some like rooftop party over at uh uh Daniel the the founder's uh uh, uh 
home, like there was like a bunch of artists there. And I was actually going there with a with an old friend of mine uh, who I've known for a very long time, this, this Japanese artist named Mahoro. And uh, he was like, oh, you know, you got to come by and uh, uh, meet Daniel. Like, I think you guys would get along and, you know, you could probably like work together or something like that. So this was probably like three or four years ago, man. And, uh, you know, like we met and it was just kind of like uh, good vibes all across the board. But I think what was ha- and, and even stranger than that, I'll get into it in a second, but I think what was happening at the time was I was I had just started cloth or cloth. Sorry, my my brand was like just like, you know, in terms of like from the the back end legal standpoint, like we were just starting Uh, and, um, you know, they they are kind of working with uh, a lot of visual artists in terms of like painters and uh, illustrators and things like that. But I was working in it mostly clothing. So there was like really nothing that we kind of like, we didn't, we didn't really say like, Hey, like, you know, we should, we should make something or anything like that. It was just, it was just good vibes all around. So, uh, fast forward to, uh, a couple months, a couple months ago, I mean, or, or the beginning, beginning of this year, what ended up happening was actually, um, they kind of hit me up and, um they did, I didn't know exactly what the project was but at least at least from my perspective this is kind of how I saw what happened is that like they kind of had like this whole roster of of artists that they have worked with for a a, a very long time and let's say like their list stretches like you you're probably talking about uh, probably like 100 artists or something like that and uh just in passing I I got hit up by Daniel and we were just kind of having like a casual conversation and then he was kind of like uh at least from my perspective how it went was he was like hey man like I'm actually working on this project and I can't really say too much about it but um I'm like looking for some artists you know like and do you like know anybody that uh you know like could probably work on this this project and I don't, I don't even think at that time like he was really it was like a genuine question and it wasn't like I'm looking for somebody not you it was just that I wasn't really doing that at the time like I wasn't really focused on like you know painting murals and we kind of both had that understanding but I think that we also kind of had an understanding like uh, maybe my name came in passing and then somebody was kind of like along the lines of like Oh, like if you're looking for artists, maybe uh, that you haven't worked with, like maybe ask Doc. I think that was kind of the thing. Uh, and it's not to say that, you know, like I know everyone, but I've like, like I've been, I've been living here for a while. So I've kind of like, I've met a lot of people. And initially when I first came here, I was kind of more focused on that area of painting. So I started, like, I just sent them over, like, a list of names. Like, maybe it was probably about, like, you know, maybe about, like, I want to say, like, 15 guys or something like that. But the the names that I mentioned were kind of, like, he was, like, wow, like, you know, like, I know some of these guys, but, like, these are, like, kind of, like, 
like old school kind of players. Like these guys are kind of like some of these guys are like legendary kind of thing. And he was kind of like, well, like, how do you know these guys? And I was like, well, you know, like I well, I know them because like I've painted with some of these guys before. And then I guess he was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, like I heard you you paint, but I didn't think that you were really focused on that kind of oh I didn't think that you were really focused on that and I was like I I wasn't you know like you know I just started this brand and things are starting to pick up so I'm kind of like just focused on the the company at the moment and it kind of was like he was kind of like well you know like if you like send me over some stuff if you want me to like put you in this this deck in this pitch you know like there's no promises but you know I can I can include you so I'm just like okay sure you know like just go ahead and include me. And uh, they, you know, I sent over some things and he kind of squeezed me in there uh, <laughs> amongst all these these other guys that, that I mentioned. And, uh, you know, it was like, I don't know, maybe it was like a deck of 20. And then after it got down to like 10, it probably was like a week or something like that. He was kind of like, well, you know, first of all, he reviewed the stuff and he said, like, he really liked what was in there. And then it got down to 10. And then he's kind of like, yeah, man, like, they're kind of like really considering you for this thing, you know? And I was just like, oh, like, really? He's like, yeah, like, they're actually really considering you. And then I was like, oh, wow. Like, I just kind of didn't expect things to go that way completely. Um, and it wasn't necessarily because I didn't feel capable or up to par i guess my head just wasn't entirely there at the time but uh that's the that's the summary kind of of how it kind of came about yeah yeah what was the experience like uh the shooting and okay sorry um man dude like okay i, I can kind of go on forever because the, the also the craziest thing is that uh even prior to meeting daniel and Tokyo Dex four years ago, uh, I have to say like about eight years ago, there was a, a friend of mine who I was doing um, like events with. So I'd organized uh, with a couple of friends, like I'd under organized this underground kind of like literally underground because it was in a basement at this like kind of like jazz bar. Uh, and like, and it's it like, and so it's in Rapungi, right? So it's right across from uh, Billboard and uh, not right across, but it's like in that area. So the, the guy who owns the spot, he had known a lot of Billboard artists would come and perform at Billboard, right? Uh, and then after that, they would hit this guy up and say, like, hey, we want to come find a place to, like, drink and hang out. Like, this small, like, little underground spot. So if you didn't have the bread to go look at Shaka Khan perform at Billboard, like, you could literally just, like, go to this bar at, like, 10 o'clock and she would, like, perform for free. You know what I mean? Like, and you're just paying for drinks at that point. So I, I kind of had fell into this place, like, just by chance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was, uh, you know, I, I had kind of made a rapport with, with, with the, the owner of that spot and he was just a really cool dude. And at the time I, I had, this was like 
eight years ago, nine years ago or something like that, you know, I was, I had always had in my head that I was, I wanted to do the brand, but my focus at that time, I was doing a lot of like, like, uh, design jobs for other companies or like other brands and stuff like that. Uh, he saw my art and then he's like, man, I want some of your art in my place. Anyway, long story short, um, uh, it somehow hatched into like, okay, I'm going to do an event here and we're going to do like, DJs and live bands and like you know uh live singers and live jazz musicians like it was crazy like I, we just kind of bit off a lot more than we could chew and it was great but it's like you got the DJ going and you know you got the yeah. live band going and then I was live painting and this place is like just it's small you know I, I would just say like it's small so we're all cracked packed into the space Anyway, at the time, a good friend of mine, uh, Ryan Mizuno, was a tr- he's a trumpet player, and he's just really good. So I would do the live painting, you know, uh, he would jump on a trumpet, you know, everybody, it was all good vibes. And um, he had, he was really good friends with Daniel from Tokyo Deck. So he told Daniel, like, eight years ago, like, he's like, yo, you got to meet this kid, like, it's just like nuts or something like he's doing his event or, or whatever and he's painting we got this thing going together with all these guys and then Daniel's like oh yeah you know that that sounds cool so we had like mutual friends from back in the day nothing ever came into alignment up until he just kind of hit me up out of the blue to for this thing and then like suddenly we're on this project together so experience Okay. <laughs> um, I think the first thing that that grabbed me was like kind of the like vetting process of like, um, like you know, like I I've been fortunate enough to like work on projects with um brands or you know like i don't know it's just been like kind of like an organic thing like i would do a design for someone and then they would like put word in somebody's ear and then that would lead to a larger project and then that person is like oh you know i'm the i just got a you know a coordinating position over at such and such brand and like remember when we met like you should like do a skateboard for us or something like that. And it's just like, wow, like, of course. So everything had already kind of organically been like that for me up to that point. And then um, this thing came about and like, it was like the, it just, it got bigger, you know, because it's like they have the director who they've kind of selected out of like their pool of, all of these directors that they can pull from and then like and then there's lighting people and then there's like sound there's a whole amazing sound team and then like you know you have agencies involved and you have these different artists so if you go and see the commercial like yeah you know i was i had to go through the process of like okay like you know let's check out his art and like his background and like you know like we just didn't pull some kid off the streets and like you know let's like let's see what this is but the musicians went through the same thing. You know what I mean? And then like um, you had the bartenders that go through the same thing. So like, it's a very, it's, it's very like, it's like 
for a, a two a one minute commercial spot like you would not imagine how much uh background work goes into it to like put something like that on and like and we haven't even gotten to like the editing process right so like what you see is like yeah like there's a there's a spot of like you know you're in the in this thing for you know two seconds or whatever but like the mural takes like three days you know what i mean or two days or something two two days or something like that and that was just my portion so um the the experience like it really just kind of like levels it really like i guess kind of like leveled up my way of like thinking uh in terms of like how I approach projects and just kind of like seeing all of the working pieces involved. Um, some of these people were like friends that like knew each other for 10 years or, you know, and some of them like were complete enemies that like haven't worked together in three years for certain reasons. And like everybody's like on the same set or like, you know, and everybody's working a piece and every single individual piece is making the whole part amazing. And like, I think like it's the, like there's obviously like pressure there, but it's also, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, I it depends on how, on how deep you want me to go. Like, because like there's there's also the um the the pressure of like no ma no matter what I do like you always kind of get this like imposter syndrome that kind of sets in especially when like it's crunch time to like complete something I'm that way like when I was doing live painting every single design that I do like I actually just like updated my portfolio why did it take me a month like i don't know like but you know it's always like oh man like oh man like how did i end up here like yeah i'm living in tokyo and like yeah i got this brand you know like and yeah like i just did this commercial spot but it just kind of like it's like wow like i'm just putting on like the ultimate charade you know like you feel like that and then you come to realize that everybody on set feels like mm. that you know what I mean? Like very few are kind of like, I absolutely belong right. here. So it's like, right. and it, it came to a point where like talking with Daniel from Tokyo Dex, like talking to like my girl, like my mom and like, and the director, cause me and, me and him, uh, 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 go the director, um, Iromoto, he, uh, we were talking about it and we were just talking about like uh you're like self-deprecating like the night before you know like you're just like wow like i'm no good and like this ain't gonna be good and like how do you know like it's gonna turn out horrible and i think like it becomes a point where like you know you gotta kind of like remind yourself that um and actually it was my my well fiance at the time but now wife yeah so yeah go me like i actually recently got married so 
Uh, but at the time, she was just kind of like, it was like the night before. And I was just, I mean, like the night before as I was like kind of finishing oh, the piece. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, as I was kind of finishing the piece and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, there's no way that I'm going to finish this. Like, there's no way in, in heck that this is going to be done. I was looking at it like the first night I went home and I was like, I'm like 20 percent done like not even and i got like another 24 hours to wrap this up and i and it was like an hour commute and i was like i didn't even think i slept and i was just freaking out and i was telling her i was like i'm not gonna finish i'm not gonna finish and then she was just kind of like you know like it's not uh you know you're like you're kind of like stressing yourself out for the wrong reason it's actually like everything you've done up to this point that makes you qualified to be in the position that you are in now. So you already have all the tools that you need to be exactly where you are, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And oddly enough, like the director said the same thing to me because he feels the exact same way. And he's like, you know, I have to remind myself that like, it's all of these moving parts, these working parts. And then like, once you settle with that and then it's just you and the work, it kind of gives you the extra, boost you need just to push through it because you're not going to get any more you know what i mean like there's not going to be like a lightning bolt of like eureka that's going to come down and like bless you with added superpowers to finish the design or finish the the mural or finish the song or whatever it doesn't work like that you know it's it's everything else leading up to that point and then you just kind of got to like reach back and be like oh okay all right so you know I've painted a couple of walls before. So if I just take that one and I take this one, like that's about this size and, you know, I can kind of have, you know, like, and I can kind of work this out and like, I know this technique and like, I can kind of, you know, like it starts to, to kind of work itself out, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I hate to like, just kind of go on and on, but like, that's, that's what it was. I think like, Aside from the like the commercial itself and like how amazing it was to work on that project and how great it is to work uh, with such a, a big name company as Sapporo and then like to finally have the opportunity to do something with Dex and, you know, to be on set with Go, like that's one like that's an amazing part of it but like just kind of like the experience as a whole really kind of like just like levels you up a bit and i think like that's what i took away from it like the 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 most mm -hmm. i i think that's a big part of it is like it may sound like crazy but like like kind of like overcoming your fears or your doubts you know like because you're like you're kind of like wondering what's on the other side of the door and a lot of people stop at the door because they're afraid of once what's on the other side and it's like it's it's really just in your head it's not even like that you lack the talent or you lack the skill or like a lot of people just get stopped because they get into their own way and i hate that feeling 
So it's like once you kick the door in and then you see like, wow, actually, like it's not that that scary on the other side. You know, it's not that bad on the other side. Um, you know, it opens it, you into a whole new, you know, a new realm. And then there's more doors for you to choose to kick in or not. You know what I mean? You just kind of kind of muster up, you know, the courage to take on the next one. And that's what it did for me is it's like I kicked that door down. It's just like, oh, wow. Like, you know, like, where's the next one? You know what I mean? Everything up to that point was like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to fail. And, like, I'm going to make this whole production. It's just going to go up in flames. And then you look back and then you're like, actually, like, that wasn't so bad, you know? And actually, I really enjoyed it. And, like, you know, I'd love love to do more of it. So I like that because you're dropping a lot of knowledge there. And, no, from from your experience, I think there's a lot to take away from that. And you're, you're getting on touching on like issues of confidence and you, you know, like human condition really, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like everyone, regardless of you're an artist or not, uh, is faced with, you know, these kind of situations. So yeah, just keep keeping on that for a couple more minutes. Yeah. I liked some of the dialogue that was featured in that as well. I'm I'm not sure if uh you came up with that or they gave some of that to you like um I have it down like you said global connections are important to art and creativity otherwise you lose out on things that can influence you and then you go on to say like the fusion of eastern and western cultures has elevated my art because it's opened my mind to so much more like the balance and impermanence of things I apply that to my work but I also apply that to my life so um, if we can talk about like some of the, some of those quotes from the commercial, um, did you come up with those or they gave some of those to you? And, uh, can you kind of like speak to some of the, uh, some of those ideas that you mentioned in that commercial? How can I break this down? First of all, like they, they didn't, uh, they didn't give me any lines. Um, but what the director did was he did pose some questions so uh and i I, like to be honest with you like we we you know like i mean uh, you know how things are shot it wasn't like uh, like how can i explain it okay 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 sorry i got it so basically that that goes back into the the process of like when you're when you're vetting somebody for like a major project and i guess like i'll i'll say this like for anybody who is looking to work with a larger company and like i'm no expert you know what i mean like i've 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 worked with other companies but i would probably say like the 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 commercial spot for sapporo like on an international scale was like the the biggest thing i've worked on up to this point but the questions right so i got asked the same questions as let's say 20 different artists you know or or like it or or at least some of those questions framed in a different way from what I can say. So let's just say that. Let's say that you have a pool of 100 people to select from. And then out of that pool, you're just like, I 
like the artwork of these 50 people. So then after that, they go through this process of like, okay, like now let's look into this person's history and see what they're about. Like not even about like just their, their skills and talent, but who have they worked with? How have they maintained those relationships? What kind of artists are there? So like, if you like, could you imagine somebody doing the commercial and they were like, you know, like how does international connections uh, influence your art? And then the response to that was like, you know, actually it doesn't, you know, like I just kind of like, I stay in my own bubble and like, you know, I've never traveled at all. And, you know, like, I'm not a big friend of it, fan of immigrants. They steal all of our jobs. Yeah. Well, sir, you know what I mean? You That was just one project that you didn't get. So there's levels. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's yeah. also... Uh, that was something the director and I talked about. And this was, this was like completely after, uh, we like went out, we had dinner, like he came out to to my neighborhood and we had, we went for drinks and we're just talking about things on, on other levels. So like there's that, that's another thing about kicking in that door is like, it's just another realm. Like how personable are you? Like, can you, aside from like the, 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 emotional and mental stresses that come along with it and then like the skill set it's like if you're difficult to work with you know like it doesn't matter matter who you are like you know like it's just like you know do we you know like can we really have this individual on set you know like is it worth it so I think that that had a lot to do with the process of like all of the artists and all of the musicians involved was that uh, you know they they just got the they not only did they have the work but then they just got the answers right because it aligned with their personal beliefs and it wouldn't have gone any other way you know like it just like with music you know like this this track might be great for such and such artists like we should get him such and such on it but like you know, this other, this other person, you know what I mean? Like just doesn't fit. So it, it was just an alignment. Yeah. Especially, um, the second quote that you said, um, where you're talking about, I, I liked it where you're talking about, um, balance and the impermanence of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You say like, um, balance and impermanence of things. I apply that to my work. I also, I apply that to my life. Right. So it, that is something that I kind of picked up when I moved here. I, I mean, and then also like in young adulthood. So like, so, all right. So, uh, I mean, I guess we can go into it a little bit later. I guess like the, like some of the information is out there. Like I've, I've done a few interviews where I mentioned like, my process of moving to Tokyo a little bit and like why I moved here and how that, the, how that came about. Um, but you know, if you've heard it somewhere else, are you going to hear it here again? It's just kind of like, you kind of get to the point where like where I was born and like the experience is in my life. Like 
long st- I mean, it's like, I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not a scientist. You know, this is not some scientific unheard of quote, but it's really just that like life is short. You know what I mean? So like you kind of got to get with it, you know, like you've probably got uh more life behind you than you got ahead of you. So uh when when the the when the when the when the phone rings and the call comes like like answer the call you know what i mean like you know like if it's i i you know you, you're jumping you're jumping out of you're jumping out of a helicopter and like let's figure out the equipment on the way down kind of thing you know like that's kind of the approach that i that i take right, right. um because again like it's just basic like it's it's just like like yeah like all in all life is short but like you also have like a limited amount of time to do the things that you want to do and it's probably like a lot less than what you think it is um what the older you get like the more knowledge and skill and wisdom you're gonna have but then from like you know physical your physical able body like you know is going to be a lot harder to climb up well i can't speak for everybody but to jump fences and climb up on ladders and you know what i mean like do a triple double backflip kind of thing so you know do all the triple double backflips while you can and while you're youthful and you know at least if you mess up then like nobody's gonna call you a fool you know like while you got the the energy and the the mental bandwidth to be able to 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 do these things like i say like go after them now and go after them like a hundred and ten percent um you know and because you know like my the first design i submitted was i mean in my life and I think back on it now from like a professional standpoint, and I can really, and I can still imagine this project uh, was was horrible. My first pitch meeting went absolutely horrible. I was probably like seventeen years old, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," but it it went it went really really bad. And my second one, I you know, it was probably worse. And then the third was worse, you know what I mean? And then then we started to kind of see a little bit of light at the end of the, the probably about the fifth project. And then, like, after about the 10th design, like, things started looking great. Like, even when you talk about cloth, like, cloth's first designs look absolutely nothing like the stuff I would design today. But, like, you got to start somewhere, man. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Everybody's got to have their first portfolio done. Everybody's got to have their first you know, mixtape done. Everybody's got to, you know, everybody's got to have a first. Everybody you know that's, like, as great as, like, great had a first something somewhere that they don't want anybody to see or listen to. Like, that's just the way it is. And it's just, like, coming over those, you know, keep putting in in the the time, effort, and practice because otherwise, like, you know, you know, if, if, if 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 it calls to you, to do so then like just do 100 go 110 percent, man like um you know you could definitely right right fail at something that you don't like doing you know like just as easily 
Uh, I think Jim Carrey said that. Like, so yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Do you think? Uh, do you think this says something about resilience of successful artists? Then, because you know, for some people, getting that okay, failure, failure, failure. Maybe th- they might start to think, okay, well, maybe this isn't for me, or maybe Dude. you know, yes. I should take the safe route, or yeah, maybe I should go back to school. You know, or, yeah. or my my parents were right all along, something like that. Yeah, right? no, like, and um, I, I did I I don't know if we got that portion of the interview, but uh, like I said, I was I was like, sorry, I was late. But what ended up happening was like I was up last night and I was just like updating my portfolio, right? And then you know, my mom just so happened to call me because she's living in the states and you know, like I'm 14 hours away and. You know, she was just talking about mom stuff and, you know, like just mom stuff and family stuff. And uh uh Yeah, so yeah, sorry. So I was just I was just kinda like worn out. But like I have I I have those talks with her um uh, about that. And I was just telling her because like I was I was working on my portfolio because uh, you know, I'm at a at a new point and not a, a new point in my life, but like you know, certain things like I've, I've just taken a little bit more interest in, like, you know, uh, a lot of people are kind of like, yo, like, where's like, you know, so technically, I think that cloth, um, autumn winter, uh, should be released right now, or and I should be kind of pushing out, uh, like, kind of like the pre orders in a couple of months for like, ss22 and you know like everybody's kind of like well like where is it you know like i want to see it and it's not that the designs are there but it's just that like i'm kind of like you know taking taking a step back and kind of like taking a little bit of interest in a couple of other things for now um because that stuff is there and like it's just on its own timeline and its own schedule so going back to what you said um you know me like guys that are greater than me, like, you know, I, you go through a period, everybody does. And I would say, if you never looked at something that you completely love and are passionate about, and you never thought about quitting, then like, it's probably not for you. Like if it, if it hasn't gotten you to the point to where you're just like, wow, like what the hell am I doing? Like, am I even supposed to be here like is this even you know what i mean like if you don't if you're not kind of questioning like and it is not that like it always has to come with struggle but like that's just a part of it like there's tough decisions that have to be made and i would say definitely like the the resilience is definitely a huge part of it because once you hit the ceiling you know it's like it's there's always another ceiling, man. Like again, like there's always another step and there's always another door. And I like, you know, your door is going to be different than the last guy's door. And you know, this, her, her door, or his door. Um, but there's always going to be a door and it's okay to like get to a point to where you're just kind of like, nah, you know, I don't think that I'm, I'm up to this, right? Like, I don't think that uh, I can step through this at that time because everybody who you know, love, and look up to have got to that point. 
but uh, what separates them from the names of the people that you don't know is that eventually they mustered up the courage to say, okay, you know, time, time to kick it in and see what's on the other side. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think so. I think like eventually they, they have to get back up and, and kick yeah. it in, you know? Um, and also I, I, I don't want to like discourage people and, and sorry if I'm again, like I, I can like talk forever, man. Like I can ramble forever, but it's not like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want people to get the, I don't want anybody to get the idea that like, no, that's great. If you're wow. Like if you're not a hundred and ten percent confident that you wanted to start a clothing brand since you were a kid, then don't try it. Like, I don't believe that either. You know, I really don't think that that's the the advice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it has to be your life dream and you are predestined to tackle these things. Otherwise, don't attempt it. Like, that's not how how it works. I, I say definitely, like, give everything a shot, you know? Like, you might, you might, I mean, like, you might come to find that, like, I have, like, I, I go through my seasons where it's like, I absolutely just love creating uh, clothing, and I, and I just, I just love doing it, but sometimes I go through a season where it's just like, you know, I'm kind of burnt out on this, like, I'm kind of burnt out on, you know, the, you know, promotional emails, and, you know, exhibitions, and pre-orders, and photo shoots and you know putting together collections and it's like sometimes like I just want to go through a couple of months of like yo like let's just paint walls or like let's just design something from for somebody else for a change because like you know like I'm, I'm kind of getting burnt out on this I go through seasons of that as well and like and that's fine it just makes me better when I do come back to the clothing and, and vice versa so yeah yeah um I think that there is there is something like there is a um I think you do kind of have to to dig deep. I think that's powerful. Um like you say regardless of what you're doing, um people are going to burn out and it's not always going to be fun and you know like childhood dream like you say. Right. Um one of those one of those challenges that we haven't really gotten into was uh taking the career from Midwest over to Japan. So to get into that a little bit, yeah. what was kind of uh, the inspiration to make the move to Japan? And like, how challenging do you see that? Like if someone's listening in, think, okay, yeah, Tokyo, there's a lot going on there. How challenging of a move is that to, you know, go wow. to go to Japan and make it as an artist? Wow. Okay. So... I'll put it, I'll put it this way. I'm going to say like, it's, 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 as, it's as challenging as you make it. And I don't want to sound like very like, you know, esoteric or like, but it's just as challenging as you make it. So I think that, um, like, like, for example, let's say, uh, there's something about, and it is not like, Let's say that there's something about my particular art style that you don't like 
you know, or like, let's say there's something about my brand that doesn't cater to you, you know, or let's say that, you know, uh, sorry, like I, 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 this is just a name that comes to mind or like, let's say that, for example, uh, you know, you don't really get, get Kanye's, Kanye West's brand of music or whatever, <laughs> like, I don't know. But I think that you, with with all, it's like I think you got to kind yeah, of yeah. like the new res- Kanye at least. Yeah, the new Kanye at least. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if he's. I don't know. Has he always been that way, man? I don't know. But uh, I think that like all in all, it's like you got to kind of like respect the respect the hustle of it, you know, and. And and that's just because there's so many layers because like I think at any point and I have like I can make an excuse and say like oh you know like I'm just this kid from Chicago and like you know we didn't have like money growing up and my mom was a single mother and we like lived in the shelter for a long time well not not that long for a couple of months and then like you know um, I didn't have any formal education as a designer. And, you know, I'm just this black kid from Chicago. And and who am I to think that I can paint alongside these really great Japanese artists or do a Sapporo commercial? So there's like a hundred reasons why I shouldn't. You know what I mean? There's a hundred reasons why I shouldn't even attempt it. But um, I just I just can't not. Like I said, like. Like. I, I, I would rather take the gamble, you know, and I always have. Like, I think that, you, again, it's as, it's as easy as you want to make it, man, because I mean, and then at the time, like, you know, I got I had never traveled abroad either when I first moved. My mom was just kind of like my family in general, like, bro, like you don't speak Japanese. You don't know anybody over there. What the hell are you going to do? You're just going to show up with your portfolio and like hope you land a job and <laughs> that's exactly what i did and it just kind of happened to work out but uh there there was it's it's you know it had it very very low points and it had it's very um but you know it's it's high it's high points and uh i suffered through both and benefited from both so what is the process i think that it's um you know you got you got to kind of like get your passport you know, get your passport, you buy the ticket, you take the ride, like, and then you take all the risks involved. And then you kind of like, uh, take ownership of your, of your life. Like that's, that's a big one. I think like when you, when you're kind of, or, you know, I, I was just, I guess I was just in a position, you know, I was, I was in a position where like I was going to, going to school I was in college and uh, I wasn't particularly enjoying it. I was wasting a lot of money. I actually, I was, in, I was going and nothing wrong with community college. Oh, I was going to a community college because I wasn't a, a pristine, exquisite student. I, uh, you know, I was barely a C student. Like at a young age, I was like, I kind of figured out the, like, I guess, I mean, don't take this advice kids, but like, I kind of figured out the game. I was like, wait a minute. You mean like I need, to get a C to pass. And then after I get a C, like you guys will leave me alone. So I'm like, it's just minimum effort from here on out. And I'm just going to like focus on 
this art thing because I, I, I'd been doing it. You know, I was 16 years old and I was like 16 years old in Minneapolis. And I was just like, I was spending more time with like the guys who own the, the streetwear shops or the guys who like were like tattooing and, and, you know, like the guys who were just like uh, skateboarding and like making a little bit of change off of that. And I was just so drawn into like their, this alternative culture because like, I was seeing these like heavily tattooed adults sell t-shirts and like, you know, and they were like just making, making wads of cash and hanging out and they spoke the way that they wanted to. And they hung out with the people that they wanted to. And they weren't wearing like, like, uh, you know, suits and ties to work. And I was just like, wow, like this is for me. Like, I want to figure out how to do that. I want to be that kind of adult, you know? Um, how do I make that happen? And they were like, well, all you got to do is like a little bit less of this and a little bit more of this. You know what I mean? Like what I, what I found out when I was in college, it was just that like uh, I saw a lot of amazing designers and there's absolutely nothing wrong with like a formal education. But there was a lot of guys who like like blow me out of the water in terms of like design or illustration. But I think that uh, what I had on them was probably like four years of experience on the street. So like putting together a gallery show showing was like nothing to me because I had already been doing it with guys. You know what I mean? Like being around older, like how do you sell your art? Like I already had older guys showing me because I was around it. How do you sell a t-shirt? Like I had already been doing it. So when I was in class, I was just like, we kind of like, damn, like I'm kind of just here to like, meet girls and like you know drink with my buddies and learn the fundamentals if anything but i'm just wasting a lot of money here you know like in a, in a waste of a lot of time because i've just i was just never that kid i was never like a studious kid i was always in my book drawing or i was always like you know doing something else so um for me it was just kind of like when i was in college i kind of got burnt out on that i was like working at a restaurant as a, a server at the time. And the thing was, I was a horrible server because I, I have horrible balance, man. Like I'd never been good at sports. Like I can't juggle a ball, let alone juggle five plates at a time. The only thing that got me through that job was that I had, people would say that I had a great personality. So like I had regular customers. So they were just kind of like, oh man, like, dude, like you're a horrible server, but like people love you. But anyway, I was just like, I was working a job that I wasn't, didn't feel like I was suited for. Uh, I was going to school. I didn't feel like I was suited. I was fit there. Um, I was kind of in like a relationship at the time. And like, I kind of imagined my, my, my path. And I was like, well, you know, I can probably keep working this job that I don't want. I'll go through college. And then, you know, 10 years later from now, I'll probably like, be the father of two children and on the south side of Minneapolis and, you know, like doing my designs part time. And, you know, they'll probably upgrade me to like manager of the restaurant and, you know, and like that. But I wasn't really down with that. So um, I think I had like totaled my my third car at this point. Uh, and that's just a testament because like I'm just a horrible driver. and. I used the insurance money because I had always wanted to go to Tokyo. 
right? I always wanted to come to Japan. So what ended up happening was that like, I was like, okay, if I use this money to, to buy a car, like that's my route. Like I'll just keep going to college and I'll just keep going to this job that I don't want. And then I'll just, you know, like that's the, the path. Or, you know, I could buy this ticket and like alter the course of my life. And even with that, like it wasn't expensive. It was, it was a twelve hundred more dollars than what I had, but you know, it, that that was just kind of kind of the route I took. You know, there was no, there was nothing beyond it aside from that, except for like the 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 curiosity and like the passion to want to kind of alter the narrative of my life. You know, I think I think that 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 played a huge role in it. So the answer to your question, how difficult was it? Uh, it's, diff- it's as difficult as you want to make it. It's, it's as difficult as you want to, as you, as you so perceive it to be. Like if you, if oh, it, it depends on where do you draw the line? If you're like, oh man, like I could do it, but like, I don't, you know, I, ca- I can't risk like being homeless, man. Like I can't risk being homeless. Like, I can't risk being like hungry a couple of nights or like I can't risk like even something basic is like I can't risk like I'm I'm afraid of rejection like I can't risk that like I I absolutely can't be rejected um I can't hear the word no like if those those things are the things that's going to like deter you from like achieving a goal like if you're not willing to go like full full steam then then maybe you know it's it's not for you cuz it's going to happen you know, like some projects aren't going to go through, like some projects that you begin aren't going to finish how you started. Like sometimes uh, the the perfect portfolio you have, like look perfect to you, but you might go to the other side of the ocean and then they might be like, mm, it's, it's all right. You know what I mean? And it might not take off exactly how you hoped it to. If, that, if those kind of things scare you or deter you, then, you know, I would just say like, be cautious, but you're going to get that in any, any industry. You know, like, uh, you can, you can just as easily, you know, learn how to, uh, coerce a major company or whatever into picking up your designs, like just as easy as you could probably learn how to balance plates at a restaurant. You know, it just kind of depends on, you know, like where, where your, where your head is at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a great point yeah. that you just have to certain points in your life you kind of saw that split. Yeah. And yeah. you seem to be, you know, like you mentioned, if I continue down this one path, then, you know, maybe I'd have the wife and two kids and it wouldn't be so easy to do that, right? Like someone who has a lot of commitments versus, you know, you were at the stage in your life where yeah. you're like, well, maybe if I don't do this, am I ever going to do this, right? So I think that's also important for a, lo- a lot of people. Um, take it when you have that chance, like you were talking about before, the impermanence of life. Yeah. And, I'll, and I also, I would say that like the, the idea of like, even if you have a wife and two kids, like don't, don't let that deter you from starting a brand. Don't let that deter you from... Uh, hustling your portfolio around of course not man like i know i know artists and designers like twice my age with multiple children you know what i mean and like who's who's doing pretty well 
um, uh, and, and, and well-deserving of everything that they have and, like, probably could have just started, like, around the same year that I have started. Uh, don't let that deter you. But I think, like, self-awareness is, 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 is very important. That, everything starts with that. Know, know thyself for sure. Like, how much can you take on? You know, uh, I use this, I use this, uh, reference a lot, but like, uh, how many, um, bowling pins can you juggle? Right. So you have family and then you have your career and then you have your, you know, your, your health. Like, can you, can you balance three at a time? Then, yeah, if, if you're a guy that, or a guy or a girl that can balance three to four to five bowling pins, then for sure, like go go for the gusto, go for it all. But if you know yourself as somebody, it's like, man, like I I can I can juggle my career, but like I also have a very strong relationship. Like I gotta be around people, I gotta be with my friends or whatever. Then you're just you got those two pins, and you just have to juggle those. You know, uh, the more things that you introduce into your life, you're gonna have to like set some pins down, maybe, or it's all gonna fall apart. But it kind of gets to that, like just know know thyself. Uh, once you come there, and don't and don't kid yourself. I see, like uh, I used to do that too. Like a lot of people, let's just say, like clothing, for example, because that's a big one. It's like, oh man, like I I I really want to start a clothing brand, and it's like, I I would definitely urge somebody to try it but i mean i would definitely urge somebody if you have a passion for it to get into it but i guess my question would be like do you really have a passion for streetwear or fashion or making clothing or does this just look like a quick oh like i just make a t-shirt with a nice design and i sell it and i get money and all i have to do is do that a hundred times and then i'll be on high sobriety, you know, like, cause that's not how it's going to work. You know, like it just, it's just not realistic, you know? Um, and if that's the view you have, then like, you know, I have some bad news for you cause it doesn't work like that. Like only, only a brand is like, it's, it's just a lot. It's, it's work the, the same with anything else. Right. And I think like, that's also, that's also key is like the artwork is like also work. So like, don't get the idea that it's not like it's it's still a job. Like you, you still should probably like set some boundaries. Like you still got to clock in and you still got to clock out. You know, uh, it, it's probably best to like not bring your emotions with you into every single project or something like that. Like you got to kind of set set boundaries. So yeah, yeah. I think that's powerful for for people you know listening in that you know regardless of what stage you're at you kind of like you mentioned know thyself right is one of the most important things and you had mentioned you know like some people have expectations or maybe i should have my fall and winter um i should i should have those out by now or i should be doing this by now um in terms of in terms of like yourself knowing thyself and moving forward with like your art and your business and your plans like how do you how do you kind of keep a gauge on that and like what 
what sort of plans do you see for yourself maybe in the next, let's say, couple of years? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, let, let's just talk about, uh, and it's not, it's not to deter anybody because it's not like the end all be all. Like my word is not, you know, from the mount, you know, but uh, I just know, I just know me and I just know cloth. Right. And I just know like how I manage that which I own, you know, and, and I and how to nurture it and like its fans and, and that kind of thing. So uh, for me, let's say uh, cloth skips a season. Let's say we skip autumn winter. Or let's say we double down and then we just was like, oh, this is autumn part one and this is autumn part two. You know, like it, it just it's on me. Like if, if you, you know, I think it's important to like have your, your fingers on the pulse of like whatever you're doing, you know, like, um, uh, whether it's clothing or whether it's like design or doing murals, like always have your finger on a pulse because you got to be aware of like the sea, the ocean that you're swimming in, but you can too decide that, um, maybe that doesn't work. Maybe that doesn't work for you. Uh, because what I, particularly for cloth, this is a, this is a, this is a perfect example, particularly for cloth. Like, let's say that you're doing, uh, something where you're on a seasonal thing where you're doing like autumn, winter collections and stuff like that. Uh, spring, summer collections. Um, the real benefit, the benefit to having, uh, collection season to season is because you, you get on a buyer's schedule. So during uh, a certain parts of the year, there are buyers from shops like um, uh, like ma major, I'll just say major retailers, and they have budget. And what they're looking to do is just spend that budget on, you know, brands that they're used to or old uh, I mean, or sorry, or new up and coming brands that kind of test the waters. So if you're in a in a mind state to where you're like, wow, like I I got enough eyes on my business and like it's looking pretty good and I want to sell 50 pieces uh to to this boutique or whatever or even 10 the uh, 10 10 to 50 pieces to this small boutique. But then also I got this major retailer and I know that, you know, they're going to pick up uh uh a thousand something pieces or whatever for all of their individual uh, retail spots, then that's when you want to get on a seasonal uh, schedule because what you're doing is like you're in preparation for like to move a lot of stuff, to move uh, three styles of jacket, uh, four styles of hoodie. And you know, like what I mean? Like that's when you're doing that. But to do that, like it takes a lot of time to put a collection together. It takes a lot of like financial investment. Uh, and again, you got to have your, your finger on the pulse, you know, like, and there's just things that make sense, you know, like you don't want to be, you might have a really great idea for a, a bubble goose jacket, but maybe in the autumn, I mean, maybe in the spring and summer, it wouldn't make sense to release it. Like just like basic things or like releasing a hoodie at the height of the uh, height of summer, right? Like there's just basic rules you got to follow or you just say like, I kind of like the, the smaller boutique grind. 
or you know i i just want to be that underground brand that kind of stays under the radio the radar and like i just want to sell to like like 15 shops because that's enough for me like it's it's sustainable or i don't want to do a whole collection like i just want to drop like you know uh three styles of hoodie three styles of t uh three different t-shirt designs a couple of hats like um and i've i've you know i kind of find found a blend with cloth where we do a little bit of both uh but also like that's just for my own uh mental stability and like creative creative outlook like when you when you start going into like more premier like retail shops like there's certain stuff like you you're doing a lot of hypotheticals like certain stuff that they don't want to buy or certain designs like if you want to get into i'll just say like uh xyz shop and like that's like yo i have a, a dream of getting into that shop it's like does, okay but does your brand coincide with the values of that space uh do you as an artist coincide with the values of that retailer like do you guys match up are you in alignment right. kind of thing so um with with cloth like i kind of see it i i can't I, I can definitely say like for the next six months to a year um i I want to kind of do um more like limited limited drops of like kind of like well curated product and designs you know like I don't really I'm not I I just got off of doing like a collection this year right for SS21 and we did a whole collection and it went well um, but, uh, I, I think that like, sometimes I just really want to release like a toy or I really want to release, um, uh, a bathrobe or something. You know what I mean? Like I really want to drop something and I don't really want to wait on like the, the buyer season to come around to like, you know, like kind of shop with us to like maybe bank on moving a hundred of these, you know, I, or two, I mean, sorry, uh, 200 plus of these when it's like, Oh wow. Like, I think I know 50 people that'll probably like pick these up right now. And I think I know like a hundred people that'll probably pick this up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, it works for cloth, right? Like that's just what works for cloth right now. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah making like our, my community happy, uh, the followers that follow that and you know yeah 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 uh in terms of like design and artwork i think that uh yeah. after i had like again like you know i i did the the sapporo thing was great but then you know i just came off the hill i mean earlier in the year uh we did i did uh some designs for g-shock and then before that uh right right i think you know right at the end of 2020, like going, going into the new year, I did something for Monster Strike and Popeye Magazine. And like some of this stuff is like not even on my Instagram. I'm pretty bad at doing that. But um, I was just kind of like, wow, like I kind of like this space, like as a designer, kind of like designing for other brands as well, you know, like designing for other entities as well. Um, that's a whole different conversation because like, there's a lot of people that like, like major brands that like, like maybe they want 
to work with Doc, like as a designer. They want to work with me as a designer, but like they're not trying to do a cloth collaboration. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, what would be the point? Like, the, the name is not big enough in their community, but maybe they want me to paint a wall or something like that. And it's like, I'm, I'm kind of like more open to that because everything that I'm learning in that commercial space, it's, it makes it exciting again to apply to like my own thing after I bring it back. Like after you get off of these major productions and you kind of see how these things work, then it's like, then you can kind of bring that back you know, to, to, to your, uh, to, to home base with like your, your crew. And then you guys can discuss it and like, you can, you can apply some things, you know, like I'm kind of more interested in, in a little bit of that, uh, um, in the closing of this year and then going into next year, uh, kind of like, like, wow. Like, let's see what kind of like seeing what they got going on over there. Like, the the other major brands like how are they handling it the 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 market like especially after covid yeah, yeah, and all yeah. of that stuff like how how are how are they handling their distribution at this point like are people like how many pairs of nike sweatpants do you own after the pandemic how are you guys still moving nike sweatpants like are you still moving nike sweatpants kind of thing like i'm interested in like that like, I want to work with them because I want to see, like, what that's about. You know what I mean? Like, and then kind of bring that over here because, you know, we're moving, like, we can move cloth. Like, I we can make, like, we can make a pair of cloth sweatpants tomorrow, but it's not, like, a it's not a lack of creative ability or, or time or, or even budget, really. It's just, like, do, do people really need another pair of cloth sweatpants right now? Like, I don't know if we, if anybody does. Um, do we need another hoodie right? Do you need, absolutely need one right now? No, probably not. Um, but when we do, when I do get back into that aspect of it, um, it'll, it'll be, it'll for sure be dope. You know, like we're not, I'm not just like pushing product at you every season just because it's the season to do so. You know, I don't, I don't think that, uh, that's kind of how I want to run things anymore. I think that's some, you know, great advice. You know, you're doing things for the right reasons. Like you mentioned, you know, you're not, you're not in the game, you know, f- just to try to make money. Yeah. yeah. And the way that you're progressing with your brand as well is, you know, you're not just pushing things out there that may or may not be interested, interesting for the customers, but you're following things along you know, giving yourself some other options on the side as well. Um, man, I feel like this conversation could go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gone like the time's gone by real quick. Oh, yeah, man. We, real, we're already real like... quick. Um, I have a couple questions that I ask every guest at the end, if that's cool. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, man, as this, as, this is, uh, as this is called the Inspirations Pod, uh, I got... Two questions. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I ask every guest related to inspiration. So the first one is uh, like, what what are three things or could be three people that have really inspired you in your work or your life or maybe continue to inspire you? Three things or three people that inspire you. Oh, man. Uh, give me give me one sec. Um. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be cliche and say my mom, but that she's definitely one. Um, but I would, I would just say like, uh, I would have to include 
like mom mom is sure. top but like friends and family included um i would just have to put them into a bubble like um i've been fortunate yeah. enough like to have my friends here in japan and like you know some of the the people i've met in hong kong and you know like canada and um you know their even their like personal lives and personal hustles and their drives like inspire me like you know i you could look at uh like my mother for example and then you're just kind of like wow like here's this single woman and she kind of like raised two boys and you know um and you know we we coming from where we came from like i could have went a whole nother direction because it wasn't like there weren't uh bad things around me that i could have gotten to easily you know what i mean like and could took a whole different route but it's like wow when you look at moments like that and you're like yeah. wow like you know she kept us warm in the winter and like i'm sitting here stressing about which color of powder blue to use you know what i mean like my problems aren't as big as i'm making them you know kind of thing like it's like <laughs> it's really like really looking at like my friends and family and their individual lives and their their own hustles that like really give me the strength and motivation and even like their reminders and like uh uh of like where i've come from or the things that i've been through or like how they perceive me because sometimes like I, I do just sit here and I look at like some cloth designs, like, like I said, like, for example, or another design, and I'm just like, man, what the hell am I doing? And then like, you might get a buddy out of the blue and he'll just be like, yo, man, like, remember like four months ago when I ordered that cloth hoodie, like, you know, I'm glad, like it's cold in Canada now. I'm just like breaking it out. And like, uh, I wore it outside and I got so many compliments on it. And then you're just like, wow, like, okay. Like that's, that's why I'm doing this. Um, uh, and that's, that's, that's crazy. And it came at such a perfect time. So I would say like, you know, inspiration, like surround, surround yourself with like people that inspire you or like, not necessarily like going to tell you lies and blow up your head, but like, surround yourself with positive people that's going to lead you uh that tells you the things that you want to hear because our minds have this this thing where it's always going to take the negative route and you know you're probably telling yourself a hundred negative things all day so you do need that outside influence or those outside lives especially somebody that's in close proximity to you to be able to look at to where you're not like like oh man like Beyonce did it like why can't I you know like but it's like when you have somebody within your close circle who inspires you like other artists or other friends or inspiring family members like that has got me through um I think the the second part of that is just um I think that uh my 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 uh, in like my the the influence I've had as when I, when I was younger and even to this day, it's like I I I do suck up a lot of info, man. Like once once I hear a genre of music, like I I really dig into it, or like you know you get to the point where it's like you like Miles Davis's album, like 
or Coltrane or whatever, or, or you know what I mean? Like you like the album and then you start digging into like, okay, well, like who's the drummer on this? Or like, who's the, you know, like I, I, I like to dig. So, uh, and, and the same with like artists yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. like, you know, like the same with like artists. So like I find inspiration in like other artists, like whether they're like centuries old or like whatever from painters or like even like modern contemporary artists, like don't, don't be afraid to still be a, a a a kid and like get geeked out about stuff about other people's artwork or about other people's brands or about you know other people's music don't be like that guy who's like oh like you know i my music is so great i don't listen to anybody else's music like that's kind of ridiculous you know what i mean like my my brand is so awesome like I don't need to wear anything but cloth and cloth, cloth, cloth all day from the, from the head to the socks. Like we only pay attention to what we do in this microcosmos. Like, you know, like don't be afraid to like really dig into uh, those that came before you and like their paths and their struggles. Like you'll save yourself a lot of time, man. Like when you when you start reading the, the bi- biographies of because like streetwear in the in the terms of streetwear is not that old, to be honest. Like you know some of your some of the the greatest pioneers are 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 yeah. still alive today. A hundred percent, we've lost a few, but they're still alive. You can look at like where they misstepped or where they made mistakes, or that maybe that idea that you thought was completely original, like. Like, man, like, I thought Mickey Mouse smoking a joint was, like, gonna be the new buttered toast, like, the bee's knees. And it's like, oh, well, actually, like, somebody's done that a hundred times. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, do do your research. Get get geeked out on film and, like, you know, like, really dig uh, for, for, for inspiration and don't be opposed to looking at it in, in other areas. Um, that inspires me. And I think uh the the last thing is um like experience is is key and that and that goes back to like maybe it goes back to like the travel you know like maybe it goes back to like uh like other uh diving into other cultures or visiting other places um and you know America's great, man. Like, you know, but I think that when, when a, we, we kind of have, and I had this mentality too, like we have this tendency to like, when, when we, when, when Americans travel to other countries, like they kind of, we kind of forget that we're like guests in other countries. And I don't know if that makes sense to some people, but we do like, we, we, we forget that we're visiting and that like we're not really on this pedestal and after you travel somewhere and live somewhere and like and di- dive into the culture for a while and like see history through a different lens it's very interesting like it's very interesting how other countries and cultures and you know view us you know um and and once you kind of really like immerse yourself and, and stuff like really be open to to try other things and like take off the veil you know of of it doesn't just have to be america but like take off the veil of, of who you are and kind of like really dive into uh different cultures and experiences uh the impermanence thing is something that i got when i came here 
uh, that I picked up, you know, I always knew that life is short, but I just didn't really know how to, to word it in a way that wasn't so like stoic or like Nietzsche or something like where like, you know, I don't know, like existence is futile. Life is short. Like kind of thing, like kind of put it in a way where it's like a positive, you know, you kind of flip it to like, yeah, it is, man. And like, the chances of you you being born even is like one in a bazillion gajillion, you know, like the fact that your great grandparents met and then like that you were your parents were conceived yeah. and they met like you're already a miracle. Like you're already like, you know what I mean? And, and it's kind of like if you look at it that way, like what do you got to lose really? Out of, out of all the choices that you're making, like when you wake up tomorrow and you're just like, what should I choose for myself today? Like, just just know that, like, I mean, you're, you're already it's a blessing, man. You're already just fortunate enough to be here. I mean, anything you do is like it's a miracle. It's like, you know, to, to wiggle a pinky if you have them or like whatever. But like if you could do something even greater than that during your time here, then, you know, you know shoot for the stars man like for sure so uh, that that's been one is uh diving in other cultures getting a broader perspective perfect yeah for sure for sure last last one for you uh i gotta thank you thank you for today man last last question yeah so what does it mean for you um to be an inspiration to other people like maybe they see some of your brands or they see you in that Sapporo commercial or they hear some things you've said and, mm. you know, it inspires them for action. Or like you said, your friend in Canada with the hoodie, what, what, <laughs> what's it mean for you to kind of be inspirational to others? Um, at the end of the day, I'm just really trying to impress myself to be a hundred percent honest. Like I'm just trying to like outdo myself from the last thing that I did to be a hundred percent honest, like, I, I don't want to be here and like, be the guy that's like, I've made the, I've beaten the path and I, you know, everybody come and follow me kind of thing. But if I'm, I'm I, it, it, it does make me really happy. Like if somebody even gets like a glimmer or a word, or I said something in a positive sense, or maybe I did something or said something like that they didn't agree with. And they were like, wow, this guy's an idiot. I'm definitely not going to do that. Like, you know, uh, you know, I don't take it for granted, I guess I would say. That's what it does for me. Is it's like I definitely don't take it for granted. Like I I appreciate every hoodie order. Like I appreciate like every comment um that somebody that somebody, you know, drops in my uh in my email or or the, or I get a DM or something like that or or somebody hits me up about another project. Like I don't take it for granted. It really, it really means a lot to me, and and I just want to like continue to uh, put my best foot forward. Like to continue to try to, um, you know, put put out, put out, continue to put out good stuff. Um, and I and I hope that I can continue to do that. I I, I definitely don't ever want to get to the point where we are just like putting out hoodies just for the hell of it. And I think I've made that clear. Um, like you never, you, that, you know, I can attest to like, man, like if you see something that I produce, 
uh, whether you like it or not, just like, just know that it wasn't like half-assed, you know, like I didn't just like phone it in um, because I, I feel like I'm very fortunate to be where I'm at. So um, I just, you know, I just want to want to just do my best when, when those opportunities present themselves. Uh, yeah. So it means a lot. Yeah, I guess I guess it, the short answer is it For means real. a lot. Man. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Wicked. Uh, Doc Saverson, I got I to gotta thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. Uh, I got to thank you for, you know, what you're doing with your, with cloth, dope, dope designs. I'm, lo- I'm loving some of those designs you got. Yo, thank you, um, You know, for the original voice, the East meets West flavor. So uh, <laughs> best, best, to, best to your brand, best to you, man. I look, look forward to seeing what you're doing in the future. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yo, thank you so much, man. See you on the other side, yeah. If you want to hear more insightful and inspirational chats from people based in Japan and all over the world, make sure to follow us at adsrcollective.com. We are on Instagram and Twitter at adsrcollective. Then listen to the pod on Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. Thanks again for taking the time to listen. Until next time, stay inspired.